0: Ay, hey, matey, is Jack Sparrow still as untouchable as they say? I'll say he is. Err, this be shootin' the shit. <laughs> night all the time blind blind. Maniac, brainiac, the game i'm the lyrical jesse J. hey everybody what's going on and welcome to shooting the shit for june 2nd 2022 it is a thursday how you doing thirsty thursday yeah i tried to do the pirate impression and no it wasn't that great <laughs> you know, but I tried, I gave it a fucking shot, didn't I, but yeah, that was, I got the power by the group Snap, uh, an awesome, great, uh, 80s song, from the 80s, it was my childhood, it came out in, I think, the, uh, late 80s, uh, maybe even early 90s, it might have been an early 90s song, I think it was, like, 89, it came out, anyway, that's right, Captain Jack Sparrow. He has the power. That's fucking right. He is untouchable. Captain Jack is still untouchable. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. The verdict is in. And the jury sides with Mr. Depp. They award him $15 million. Okay. Uh. I haven't really watched any of this. Okay. I just heard it from people. You know. I I get it from all different sides. And uh most of the side sides with Johnny Depp because according to what i've l- heard and what i've read and what i've seen a little bit on tv this broad was your stereotypical crazy nutbag really i mean i know johnny depp isn't far from that either i mean he's a little bit of a freaking train wreck himself but this this broad literally took a shit literally Took a fucking dump on Johnny Depp's bed. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) Johnny Depp's wins. Listen, he's he's uh, he's innocent, or or I should say, he's not guilty. And I know people are going, he's not doesn't make him innocent. Okay, I get it. There's this the most of this he won most of the whole thing. I know there was things he didn't, they didn't, but but this broad just they they caught him, they caught caught her lying, they caught a lot of shit. Think of it as a hockey game. The score was fucking eight to six. So you can't say that she 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 got her asses her ass beat, her ass handed to her. Like she might have scored a few goals, but Johnny Depp came out the winner at the end. This coming from NBC News, okay? And I'll have to put it: Johnny Depp, Amber Heard verdict. Jury jury sides with Depp and awards fifteen million dollars. Uh, the jury of seven people reached a decision Wednesday in the defamation case brought by Johnny Depp against his ex-wife Amber Heard. Um, now I have questions, and I didn't really look it up with this on Amber Heard's, uh, relationship with, like, Elon Musk and stuff, but I, I, I have to read up on that before I even comment, because I'm not sure about it from what I hear, that I don't know, supposedly they both, he froze sperm and she had his bee. I don't know, uh, whatever, and it probably is true, I don't know, I have to read into that, but I don't know, but I'm just gonna give you what I know here, whatever I'm gonna read off the of NBC News' is, uh, Thing. Coverage on this uh, live blog has ended... Blah, 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 blah. I, I don't care about that. Johnny Depp won his defamation case against his ex-wife, Amber Heard, on Wednesday, and the jury awarded him $15 million in damages. Depp was awarded $10 million in compensa- a compensatory damages and $5 million in punitive damages in his defamation suit. The jury also awarded her $2 million in compensatory comp- damages. Compens- Compens story, whatever. Compensation damages. Um, the thing with that, uh, the two million dollars that went to her, 15, she's still, you know what I mean? It come on. She got her ass kicked. Hold on one second. I'm I'm having a little bit of microphone problems here. I'm trying to get it to shut up. This goddamn microphone likes to buzz, getting feedback, and I don't know why. There it goes. We're a little better there. Anyway. Uh, the jury in Fairfax Virginia began deliberating Friday depp sued heard for 50 million dollars after she wrote an op-ed for the Washington Post in 2018 in which she called herself a public figure representing domestic abuse heard countersued depp for a hundred million dollars you know what's funny about this is that the domestic abuse part of it like they found her with a lot of lies and it's funny because on social media I Obviously, see the women on my social media posts or on on the pages that I'm on, and and I see when they they they, they war like they side with her, and I'm sitting there going, well now I know who the crazy bitches are, in my fucking thing. So, eh. You know what, I'll watch what I say around you weird people. Anyway, sources close to Amber Heard confirmed to NBC News reports that Heard plans to appeal Wednesday's verdict. No additional details on the appeal were provided. Uh, Public relations experts weigh in on, let's see, in on Depp's career post-verdict. All right, less than an hour after Depp won his defamation case against Heard on Wednesday, he said in a statement that he felt like the jury gave me my life back. But will the jury's decision help him get his Hollywood career back? In the minds of some public relations experts, that remains to be seen. Well, I'll tell you this much. If they're going to have another Pirates of the Caribbean, they can't do it without him. It, It would be like two and a half men, you know, when they got rid of, Charlie Harper, and they brought in Ashton Kutcher. The show fucking sucks. So, yeah, they can't get rid of... He'll be in another Pirates of the Caribbean. I almost guarantee that one. But will the jury's decision help him get... Wait, alright, I said that already. Uh, In interviews with NBC News on Wednesday, three PR and crisis communications professionals said they felt confident that Depp could get his big screen acting career back on track. Two other experts expressed more skepticism, pointing that Depp's uh, stature in the entertainment industry was diminished even before the trial started and observing that a wide swath of the uh, movie-going public will continue to believe that Depp subjected her to physical abuse over years regardless of the jury's ruling. Yeah, the crazy fucking bitches out there who want to blame their husband for everything. The ones who make up shit and then you know, she got caught making up shit. Plain and simple. She 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 was wrong. She was wrong. They fucking caught her you're done. She, she's a nutbag. I don't care. And and you women out there that think that, oh, you know, she was a victim and this and this, she was a nutbag. She made up shit to get somebody in trouble. She got a lot of fucking money off of this fucking guy. I don't care if she's a model and an actress. She sucked at that anyway. I mean, don't get me wrong. Good looking fucking girl. Really good looking girl. I had this kind of uh, argument with somebody last night about her, and they're like, my, I'm like, she's a crazy, bitch. I'd just run away from her. And i like, come on, if she came on to you, and I'm like, Sitting there going, yeah, you know what? If she came on to me, maybe a one-nighter. But you know, like, make sure that 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 sucker's wrapped a million times. Anyway, Howard uh, Bro, or Chief Well, it wouldn't matter anyway. Ain't got shit. Howard Bro, executive chief of newsroom public relations, a firm based in Los Angeles, said he thinks people in the industry will approach working with Depp again with caution. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I think. Listen, I I don't know. Are they at Disney? They might be, but I, I still think they can't. You you can't make another one without them, so I wouldn't even try. Uh, you'll fail miserably. I'm sure there will be some factions in Hollywood who will be cautious as long as they know there are people out there who think Amber Heard was telling the truth. Brewer said they're going to be careful. Um, yeah, I'm sure they will. Um, I don't know. <laughs> He it, it, it's it, it he's he'll get a Hollywood career. If they make another Pirates of the Caribbean, he's definitely in the role for that. Uh, other other than that, he's a good actor. I mean, there was movies I didn't like him in, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure that 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 uh Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie, I saw it, I didn't like it because I'm a fan of Willy Wonka, and you know I come on Gene Wilder is a way better Willy Wonka, um, but I loved him in like Sleepy Hollow. He was uh, a decent Edward Scissorhands, even though I'm not a big fan of that kind of, uh, I don't even I even horror, but that that type of shit. Um, he was alright in that. You know, of course he was on the show 21 Jump Street, he was in the movie 21 Jump Street. Um, but yeah, he, 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 Pirates of the Caribbean, I mean, he's Captain Jack Sparrow, no matter how you slice it, you can't take that away from him. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Judge Reduces steps Award, Fairfax County uh, Circuit Court Judge. Uh, Penny uh Azcart I don't know Azcarate. I guess that's her last name A Z C A R A T E that's if I'm saying it wrong I'm sorry reduced the uh, punitive damages the jury awarded debt to $350,000 which is the state's statutory cap uh, or legit limit making his total damages 10.4 million dollars which come on she's made so much more money off of Depp over the years than it, it look at at least Johnny Depp can walk away from this and be like you know what you crazy bitches, just get the fuck away the thing is i think Johnny Depp's a little far gone too as in his you know his uh, psychiatric evaluated mind that he, he, she may actually walk back into his life at some point you know she's that good looking and uh, two, you know when when you got two fucked up people they seem to just draw, be drawn to each other. Uh, in a statement, de- uh, celebrated his victory in his defa- uh, defamation lawsuit against Hurd. Six years ago, my life, the life of my children, the lives of those closest to me, and also the lives of the people who for many, many years have supported and believed in me were forever changed, all in the blink of an eye. False. Very serious and criminal allegations were... Uh, leave it at me uh, via the media, which triggered an endless barrage of hateful content. Although no charges were ever brought against me, I had already traveled around the world twice within a uh, nanosecond, and it had a uh, seismic impact on my life and my career. Let's see. Six years later. Oh, and six years later, the jury gave me back my, uh, gave my life back. I am truly humbled. Uh, my decision to pursue this case, knowing very well the height of the legal hurdles that I would be facing, and the uh, inevitable worldwide uh, spectacle into my life, was only made considerable, uh, made after considerable thought. When he said, this, my pursuit to this case." If you notice, they did it in Virginia. He kind of knew there he was going to win. Because um, Virginia just one of those states that, that, yeah, you know, I don't care about that shit. You know, we smack our wives around all the time. Fuck it, you'll get away with it. You know, California, forget about it. She would have been awarded another $100 million. Uh, From the very beginning, the goal of... Uh, Bringing this case uh, was to reveal the truth, regardless of the outcome, speaking the truth was something that I owed to my children and to all those who have remained uh, steadfast in their support of me. I feel uh, at peace knowing I have finally accomplished that. I am and have been overwhelmed by the uh, outpouring of love and the colossal support and kindness from around the world. I hope that my quest to have the truth be told will have helped others, men or women, who have found themselves in a situation uh, and that those supporting them never gave up. I also hope that the position will now return to innocent uh, until proven guilty. Uh, both within the courts and the media. I totally agree with him on that because I went through it too. Uh divorce, of course. Um, first time was a charm. I've been married twice and I know. People turn around to me and they're gonna go, Oh uh, common denominator, here's you. No 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 no. Listen, my first marriage was just we weren't we were young, we weren't ready, we just walked away from each other. There was no we actually got along very well, we just we just knew it wasn't working. My second marriage now? Yeah. I'm sure st- shit's still made up about me that make her look better. Uh, but whatever. I don't care at this point. I mean, I do have children. Um, I try to make it as good for them as I possibly can and just try to keep my distance. Uh, I wish to acknowledge the noble work of the judge, the jurors, the court staff, and the sheriffs who have sacrificed their own time to get to this point. And to my diligent uh, and unwavering legal team who did an extraordinary job in helping me to share the truth. Oh, excuse me. Uh, the best is yet to come, and new chapter has finally begun. So, with this all being said, uh, I just wanted to come out and just say, it, yeah, Johnny Depp, man, good for you. Kudos. It gives men, and I'm sorry women, but it gives men a little more hope that there is justice out there when it comes to crazy bitches, uh, trying to ruin your lives. So, you know, I don't think Johnny Depp really cares about the amount of money that that's lost in this case. He has tons. I mean, he pays security, an armed guard, one guy, $60,000. I think it's $60,000 a month. Yeah. I think it's a month just to be his bodyguard. To to protect him, 60 grand a month, not a year, a month. And we have an issue going on around this country right now when it comes to guns, gun violence, and protecting our own children. Yet, here's a single guy who pays 60 grand a month to protect himself. Hmm, I don't know, man. We can send 30 billion dollars to Ukraine. How come we can't protect our children in this school system? That's right, in the school system. Ah, so. With that being said, uh, horrifying. We're going to move on to a different story here. Uh, Horrifying. Just last week. Police. This from People Magazine. And I know another left-wing news source. I'm going to go with them because, you know what, give me the story for it, and then I'll fight with you on the the issue of the narrative. Police knew Texas Shooter was in the room with kids, uh, undermining claim that they thought he was barricaded, witnesses say. Uh, this all to the shooting uh, last week in uh, Texas, um, yeah, uh, U- Uvalde, Texas. I guess that they call it Uvald. U- Uvald, I think is how it's, it's pronounced. Uvalde, Texas, which is uh, like 60 miles from the Mexican border. This is where I. I'm going to put it out there once I talk about it, but I'm going to read you the story first from uh, People Magazine because this is a horrifying this is horrible a horrible and horrifying story because it's young kids it's fourth graders uh, newly released video and witnesses interviews claim that the first responders knew that there were children in the classroom with the shooter with the, the shooter with the shooter um and people are up in arms listen if i was a parent i'd be probably in the same way i'd, I'd be there going give me your fucking gun let me go to fucking and fire i got to at least Say this about the police who did not run into there. Look, let's give the cops back their balls, people. Okay? Because I know people go, what are you talking about? Talking about all this fucking time, the past few fucking years of talking about defunding the police. The police are the problem. This and that... Please probably stood out that fucking door and go, I want to go in, but I'm so afraid that what happens when I'm inside that fucking room and I get into a shootout with this shooter who has an AR-15 and body armor, okay, an AR-15, a very good one, a good branded AR-15, full body armor, this guy's, this, this kid, 18 years old, wearing all this shit, I get into a shootout with this kid, okay, and I'm a police officer, and... These little kids get caught in a crossfire, and one of my bullets hits the kid, and the media and all the people out there find out about it, and they know that my bullet was the one that killed the kid. Can you understand that fucking outcome, how that outcome would turn out through the media and all that shit if that was the case? I think that probably is going through them cops' heads at the time, so I can understand in a way why they didn't. I would want to, and I'm sure they want it to go in, Okay. So, three days after a gunman entered Robb Middle School in Uvalde, Texas, and opened fire, killing 19 students and two teachers, the director of the Texas Department of Public Safety told reporters that the incident commander on the scene, uh, let's see, uh, incident commander on the scene, oh, made the wrong decision to wait before breaching the classroom doors. Um, Colonel Stephen McC- McCraw uh, told reporters that the commander believed that the gunman had barricaded himself into an empty classroom and that no children were at risk. He believed that it had, uh, transitioned from an active shooter situation to a barricaded subject. Um, he said, characterizing that assessment as the wrong decision. Uh, but now a week after the shooting, uh, new video and witness accounts seem to uh, dispute the narrative, pointing to the uh, likelihood that the cops knew the gunman was in the room with an unknown number of kids. Video obtained by ABC News taken uh, outside of the school appears to capture a 911 dispatcher telling officers that they were receiving calls from children who were still alive inside the classroom that the gunman had entered. So, with this being said, like I said, I think the cops, damned if you do and or damned if you don't in today's world because of situations that unfolded with uh, George Floyd uh, kneeling on the neck of him, Black Lives Matter, defunding the police, the the police are bad, you know what I mean? It comes down to this where people put the police under a microscope and the criminals on a pedestal. In this case, you got a criminal doing something and the cops not doing anything because the cops are skeptical. Now listen, I know a cop and and he even said himself, this was, God, a couple years ago, okay, when all the bullshit was happening, that They don't want to do their fucking job today because people, okay, will walk up and instead of giving the cop a hand or some credit for the job he's doing, they pull out their cell phones and they record him doing it. That's why these cops are skeptical about even taking the risk. There's plenty of people out there right now, okay, that are young individuals that want to become cops. And even they, I think... They, they want to be a hero. They want to be somebody who can make a difference in people's lives and help and protect, you know, to serve. And they sit there and go, well, but I could end up in jail in three years because I made a mistake. So you got to put that into perspective. I am not sitting there and saying that the cops shouldn't have went in. I'm simply saying that I can understand in a way if that was their decision on why not to go in, I can understand what went through their heads, Okay. This situation is absolutely horrifying. It really is. 19 kids and two teachers, it's scary. And at the thing, I have a kid in high school. I have a solution to this, okay? Now, over social media, I have noticed people back and fucking forth with me over how bad this is. And I, me, oh, you're a gun-toting, gun-zealot idiot who just cares about his Second Amendment rights. And you want to keep every gun you possibly have. Yeah, You know what? Yeah, I want to. My, my guns are not killed. They're locked in a lock, fucking safe. They're not killing anybody. They're They're there. I'm not, there's nothing psychiatric problem with me, I have kids and I want to protect myself and my kids, my families. And if I have a license to carry, if I'm somewhere else and I'm out in a situation like this broke out in a Walmart or something of that nature, I'm armed. I'm ready to go to try to protect myself and the people around me. So here's my solution to this. Instead of calling actual law-abiding citizens, gun zealots and crazy nutbags, and you not having an actual, real, honest solution to, to the problem, just calling out for banning of guns and gun control and, you know, all you're doing with banning shit and calling for gun control. Now, hear me out. If you were to say, look, we're going to change some laws around. You can't get any kind of military style weapons like an AR-15 or anything that's that way until you're 21 or 25. I might actually say, okay, I kind of understand it because I know that a lot, look, my, my kids, I have a 16 year old. I have a 23 year old. I got a 21 year old, a 22 year old. Yeah, he just turned 22. I don't want. To, sorry, kid. I don't want to say that. Um, I still think they're a little immature for their ages. Um, if you hear thunder, it's because this microphone picks everything up. Anyway, I think they're a little immature for their ages, and I think that kids today, because of all this technology and all this bullshit and the, the, these the, all this this gender transformation shit and the LGBTQ community and uh labels and all this shit that these kids are softer now and they're a lot more immature than we were in our day like we didn't have these cell phones we we knew how to take care of ourselves we knew that we had to go find a pay phone we knew to stay away from people we like the kid with all this technology and all this this shit you would think these kids would be a little more smarter and I just don't think they are and I think they're more immature and I don't think that a lot of kids should even be able to get it, which leads me to the shooter, okay, you got an 18-year-old kid who supposedly came from a, a poor family, in poverty, okay, um, yet he bought an AR-15, that quote, when I heard the brand of the AR-15, we're talking about a 2500 to $3,000 AR-15, we're talking about one that's very expensive in today's, uh, economy, um, I do own one myself, um, Mine is not that expensive. It's a cheaper one. So, I know there are cheaper ones out there to buy. Um, mine was less than $1,000. Um, but this person purchased a very good one. He also purchased a lot of ammunition. He also purchased body armor and all that shit. Without any questions. Um, With no job, no credit. At least, we don't. I don't think he had credit. From everything I've read so far, he had no credit. He had no job. They, they couldn't prove that he had a job anywhere. No credit. Um... So, how did he obtain this stuff? You, you have, for one, it's a gun. You still have to go in. If you if he did it legally, he still had to do a background check. Regardless, just, the gun's not registered because it's a rifle, a long rifle. Okay? At first, they quoted he had a pistol and a rifle. Now, if he had a pistol, that's illegal. So, all of a sudden, that went goodbye-bye. He might have had a pistol. And if he did, and they're hiding that, I'd love to fucking know. And yes, our media, our government, everybody, they hide shit from us, so we don't know. they got to make stories. Right now, with this whole story and what this kid had and all, it doesn't make any sense. He had all this fucking body armor, this expensive fucking weapon, all this ammunition, and he was poor. He didn't have the money, the actual funds to buy this thing. But he, he was able to obtain it. At first, the story said he had a handgun. And if he did have a handgun, obviously somebody else bought it for him in a straw purchase. That's what it would make. They would hide shit. I can understand look at this really happened i'm not sitting there saying this was fabricated this is all made up but the whole point of the story is that well the point of there is no story this has really happened but my whole look at this something else is going on here another push for gun control another way to push for gun control but we got to make it look as legit as we can if this kid really had a pistol then obviously it was made in a straw purchase and there's no fight there but if he legitimately went out and got this gun, and they didn't do this. We can push for a psychiatric evaluation and stuff, which, honestly, I'm not against that. Listen, I know people look at me, and they're going to go, well, you're not really a gun guy if you don't believe in the NRA and this and that and that. Listen, listen, I think that our system, the way it works, needs to be tweaked a little bit. You can't eliminate the Second Amendment. You just can't take away shit. You can't. You can't ban an AR-15, Mr. Biden, okay? That, just like banning a bump stock or banning a high-capacity magazine or banning a certain ammo for the size caliber it is, will make an honest, law-abiding citizen a criminal overnight. Um, that's when I quote the, the, the term ban, and that's all Joe Biden's been using is ban, 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 ban. Canada just put a freeze on pistols and buying pistols, a freeze. Now, we all know what happens when you're banned from somewhere. What happens when you're banned from something? Let's say you're banned from your bank. You're banned from here. Well, you take your money and you can no longer use that bank ever, right? You're banned. What happens when they freeze your account? They just freeze it. It's not permanent. It's temporary. It's frozen for right now until we figure things out and then unfreeze it. So that's how Canada's looking at it, to freeze. But Joe Biden, because he's old, he's decrepit, and I think he pooped himself, (sighs) He wants to ban. I want to ban, ban. I want to ban the AR 15 because it, it's so dangerous. And, you know, 9mm bullets. You ever see a 9mm? It goes in your lung and it splatters your lungs all over the place. But a 22, a 22 can, you can shoot and it goes in and, and, and you can save somebody with a 22. Well, yeah. You remember they saved Reagan? He was shot with a 22. Oh, but it's funny. The killer still tried to use a 22 to kill him. The the, the weapon can kill at a close range. A 22 can kill at a, a, a long range if you hit him in the right spot. Nine millimeter, same thing. I can hit someone in the arm, you'll live. I can hit you in the arm with an AR-15, you'll live. Okay, and no, it won't rip your arm off. I know people go, yeah, you didn't see, there's people's arms ripped off. Not from an AR-15, it goes in, okay. And think of a nine millimeter, it goes in about the same size hole, a little tiny bit bigger, it goes in. Now, it comes out a little bigger, okay, but it all depends also on what ammo you got in it. Most of these AR-15s have more grain to them, they have a, long, a faster capacity, they're going quicker. Do they, ask, do they do more damage? Absolutely than a nine millimeter. Not, I'm not trying to say they don't, but let's, let's stop with all the, you know, making shit up. When you're not a gun person and you don't really know anything about guns, Mr. Biden, don't comment on it like that. A 22 is used. The, the mob uses 22s all the time. They get up close to somebody, pop, pop, pop. They're quiet. Quick, done, and the job's finished, and they walk away. You ever watch a mob movie? They're all using little twenty-twos. Pop, 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 That's all. You know? But this guy, hit AR-15. And I get it. Why did the kid use an AR-15? That's another argument I have with people online all the time. Why? Why an AR-15? And they, can't, they come up with it. Well, they, they don't really give you a good answer. The left, they never do, because they don't have a good answer for it. I give you a good answer, and people just go, that ain't true. It's in every video game you play. Fortnite has one gun. Fortnite, at least I've when I've played it with my daughter, has one gun, and that's an AR-15. Now, of course, Call of Duties and shit. It's a war game, so you can pick anything from AK-47s to AR-15s to to a- a- baby scars, 5.56s, a 22 rifle. You can pick shotguns and handguns at 45s and 40 calipers and 9 millimeters. You can pick anything. You can pick M60s, you can pick sniper, 50 caliber sniper rifles in that game, but the gun of choice to these kids seems to be the AR-15, because it's cool, okay, it's also, you can move around with it quickly. The funny thing about it, though, is if you think about it, man, do you hear that? That's terrain Anyway, but if you hear, if you think about it, the thing about that AR-15, it's an American gun, is what it is, it's based off the M16, and it's America's war cho- choice for a war gun, um... I'd rather have, like, a P90 or, you know, even a a base car, something of that nature. Or, honestly, if I ever went to war, I'm I'm using an AK-47. Why? Because of its... The longevity of it, like an AR fifteen jams a lot. You can't really get it wet or dirty or fucked up, man. You can shoot an AR or an AK forty seven until the thing's red hot. You can drop it in the mud, the water. You can pick it up and it'll still fire. And even if it warps out the gut, I watched a video where it even warped out the the the, the, the barrel on it, and the guy smacked the barrel against the tree a couple times and fired it again. A very. Uh, that's the kind of gut, That's that's like that's like buying a Hummer. Like I bought a Hummer to get myself through the the, the the woods and shit. Awesome, good job because that's what you need. That's what the AK-47 is. The AR is just cool to these kids, and that's why they do it. So anyway, you have this school shooter, and this kid had a problem. So here's where my kicker comes in. All right, and this is this is the thing that gets me. Ugh, excuse me, man. I got a little bit of gassy gas here. But anyway, what gets me about this kid? This kid had problems. I've seen pictures of it. Kid was dressed up in women's clothes, a skirt, and high heels, taking pictures of themselves with little belly shirts on and dressing like a girl. Now, rewind. 30 years ago, there was a movie, Silence of the Lambs. We all remember that. Billy Bob, he was a little crazy. He cut up women the size of him and used their body parts, skin, to make his own... Woman's suit to wear, but during the movie, he would put on women's clothes and makeup and high heels and dance around in front of his camera or in front of his mirror and be like, "I'd fuck me," and shit like that. And everybody looked at him like, "Oh my god, he's a crazy psychopath nut that like this—he's weird and crazy and nutty." Like these people, they—he they, they, needs a psychiatric evaluation. And that's a, that's a killer type right there. Okay, fast forward thirty years to today. Kid dresses up like that and all that and goes into school, shoots up a school. The only thing is the left, the far left, the pro-gay and pro-transgender and pro-I-want-to-get-a-sex-change people and all that stuff. Look at him and go, oh, he's just exploring his sexuality. Really? He doesn't have an issue. He doesn't have a problem. Looks to me like he has a problem. How about we, we figure it out? So here's the kicker. All right. So when you go apply for a gun, this is where my changes are. Do I think an 18-year-old should be able to walk into a gun store and get an AK-47, 100 rounds of ammo for it, some body armor, this, that, that, and this? No. Should you be able to just go online and get body armor? I don't think so. I think that question should be asked. I think that when you go into a gun store at that age, at any age, actually, to get a gun of such, you should be given a questionnaire if you even look like there's, a red flag's got to be thrown up. A kid shouldn't just walk into there never shooting a gun before should be asked, "Hey, do you want a gun? What do you know about this gun?" Should have some sort of knowledge with it. And if they show or throw up any kind of red flags, the gun shop should be able to hand a questionnaire that is pretty legit and a government somebody psychological should write this thing out and say, "Here's the questionnaire and answer these questions." And if they fail this questionnaire, it's a psychiatric questionnaire then they have to go through, through a background check, psychiatric evaluation to get a gun. Um, I believe in that. I think that's a good start. I think upping the age for buying these guns to, to 21 to 25, something like that, should be a good start. Because um, you can't get a pistol till you're 21. Um, I think the thing is, like I said, I think these kids are too immature today. So I think allowing them to mature a little bit, I think maybe if this kid waited another three years... It, this would have been a bad idea to him, possibly. Then again, who knows? He might have walked in there with a knife and stabbed all these kids. Who who knows what could have happened? The whole point of the matter is it happened, and we gotta figure out a way to stop it. Like, we gotta figure out an actual resolution to this. Gun control is not it. It's not. Criminals don't follow rules. So you're changing rules around. Listen to me, I have change the rules to what I said. It doesn't mean it's going to work overnight. It might not work at all, but it's a start. The thing is, though, that start isn't guaranteed. I want my kids to be safe in the school, guaranteed. So here's my kicker. I have a friend. He's a cop, state cop, just retired. He's my age, under 50 still, okay? I'm sure that if you offered him his full retirement, his full pension, his full annuity, whatever he has. Give him a decent benefit package for himself. Because benefits after people retire are fucking ridiculous. Give him a decent fucking benefit package. Give him an okay salary. Something that's not bad because he's not really doing much work all day unless he gets put in a situation. And arm him and put him in the schools. Put him in as the walk around the schools. Let's say you have a large high school. You put four people in there. Four armed guards walk to school radios on them, all the whole nine yards, and they're armed. They don't have to necessarily have an AR-15 to be armed, because a handgun against an AR-15 will work if you have somebody who's knowledgeable with the handgun compared to a young kid shooting an AR-15 who's scared, shaking. You get a guy who had some training in his life, all that bullshit, and he's walking through... You got a better chance winning the game with a 45 in your hand than that young kid... That's not that knowledgeable on it with an AR-15. So arm these people. Put them in the schools. The thing is, I get the left. I, I had somebody already because I made that, that point. Give that. Do that. Put them in schools. Hire them. We, we can send $30 billion to the Ukraine. Why can't we keep the money here and keep some money here and start to pay these people like this? Why, why can't we spend the money that we need to spend the money on here? Why is this always... I'll tell you why, but that's my... That's my solution to this problem, okay, to fix it, to actually do something that could be positive, and I think that is a major positive start, but you get the left, and I had this on social media the other day, where the person goes, that's really scary to think about. I have these armed guards in my school. We didn't grow up with that. Well, we also didn't grow up in this era. The point of the matter is, is it scarier to have armed guards there to protect your child, or is it more scary to not have anybody there to protect your child when a shooter situation comes happening? That's where we have to wake up people and we have to do something that works now. Gun control and banning of guns and doing those things, they don't work. Get it through your fucking thick heads if you're liberal and you're listening to me. They don't work. Criminals don't follow rules. For every F-150 pickup truck that you see out there, whether it's an older one, a newer one, whether it's driving down a road, parked in a parking lot, or sitting on fucking uh, cinder blocks in the middle of a fucking junkyard, for every F-150 pickup truck you see out there, count three legal guns. Three legal. Legal. Law-abiding citizen guns. Three. Okay? Okay? for all those 3 guns times it by 2 on the amount of illegal weapons in this country so when i can't get a gun legally anymore because quote the narrative wants us to have gun control and they want to take away your second amendment rights and so on and so forth and they want to make law abiding citizens criminals they don't they want to disarm you so when they disarm you now, the cr- makes first of all, it makes the criminal, because the criminal ain't following the rules ain't giving up their fucking guns. Their guns are not traceable, so on and so forth, so they still have them. We don't know more. So now, here's the kicker. I'm scared. I'm going to end up going buying an illegal gun, so that way I could have one. Just to make sure that my life is okay here in my house. I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by 6, motherfucker. That's how it works. Okay, and the Second Amendment—it's my rights. The Constitution was written for a fucking reason. It wasn't written for fucking going out and, and hunting. It wasn't—the Second Amendment wasn't written for that. The First Amendment was written for your freedom of speech. I watched the fucking—you know—the the, what was that—the Platinum Jubilee today, of the Queen. We might have been under Queen rule if it wasn't for law-abiding citizens with guns. Remember that. We fought for these freedoms. Then we wrote a Constitution and we put a Bill of Rights up. Break the f- freedom of speech, freedom of Second Amendment, freedom to do this and that and that and this, all your fucking shit, you know, freedom to a trial and all that kind of stuff, all the good stuff that keeps us what we are, and these things are going to be infringed upon, hell no. The whole reason for that Second Amendment, people, when you know it as well as I know it, everybody should know it, and if you don't, you better fucking look it up quick, read it, read it, and read it, and then realize that was written because our forefathers, these great Fucking men knew that what would happen later in life, that there was going to be a government that was going to try to take over again. It never ceased ceases to stay. There's always somebody who wants to take over. Look at Germany. Look at China. Look at Japan. Somebody walks in and wants to be the elected king. It wasn't Donald Trump. What are you, fucking a fool? Joe Biden is the one right now. He's fucking his country all up. He's making you dependent upon... The government, quote, trying to take your gun rights away. Your freedom of speech is already questionable because they question your freedom. Do you realize what the freedom of speech is? It's it's what I'm doing right now. It's me talking. So if this platform, let's say, let's say the, the, this this platform that I'm on in this podcast, they decide to censor me or take this off, that's my freedom of speech just got wiped <laughs> right out the window. So what is freedom of speech? Freedom of speech is actually being able to speak freely, anywhere, anytime, whenever you want. Whenever you want. I know people say, well, you know, Twitter and Facebook and all those, they're a private platform. and They can monitor you and do whatever they want. But think about this. You communicate through things like this. Facebook or a podcast or that's how much you communicate the most. Anymore, you don't talk to somebody fucking face to face. You can even FaceTime through these fucking stupid phones. But yet they can censor you through it. So, you know, if you remember back then, you had to get your voice out. You went and you protested. You did it publicly. They had big microphones in fucking Washington with thousands of fucking people on fucking, you know, in whatever that's called. Independence fucking alley or whatever the hell that is where the, the, the big, you know, the, the D.C. needle or whatever the fuck that thing's called. The monument is there, you know. And they, uh, you know, in front of uh, the big statue of Abe Lincoln, another great man. They, they would have different protests and different big rallies and thousands and thousands of people, and they would yell through microphones because that's how they got their point across. Well, now you can get your point across lickety split in a split second over fucking Facebook or Instagram or, you know, over the internet or doing it on a podcast. But yet they can censor you. They can make sure that your point doesn't get the hell out, only their narrative point gets out. And that's what's going on right now, okay, with this gun shit, okay? If you really gave a fucking shit about the kids, you wouldn't be going after the guns. You'd be trying to fucking figure something out to save the kids. Because the guns is going to take too long and you're still going to have these situations happening every so often. Literally, a week fucking later, you have another shooting in a hospital. Okay, this time, sorry, it's not like the Buffalo shooting where you have white extremists, quote, white extremists, why is everything racial anymore? But you have a black shooter in that case, goes in and kills his fucking surgeon, and then, I guess, three other people? You know, what happens? I I didn't really read into that story yet, and uh, I do have that on here, but I'm running out of time. I might have to make this a two-parter. Um in that situation, I haven't really read who the victims were and what the victims' colors were. I'm not trying to be racist myself, but I'm tired of being called, like, it's, when it's white extremist, white extremist. Well, what happens when it's a fucking black guy who shoots everybody up? What happens when it's a fucking, you know, somebody Hispanic that shoots up a bunch of black people? Or a Chinese guy that shoots up a bunch of white people? How about we just call it what it is? It's a fucking mass murder is what it is. It, it, the fucking guy was a racial lunatic who murdered a shit ton of black people. That's what he was. White extremists just makes the white race look like they're so fucking bad. You know? And I get it. Okay? I get it. Back in the day, yes. Back in the, It still happens today that stereotyping for black people, I get how that works. I do. And I know they're trying to say, well, what, you feel stereotyped now because you're white? Yeah, in a way I do. So I understand how you feel when you're stereotyped. The point of the matter is, though, look it. Let's just call things what they fucking are. If the media is going to put it out there, 10 stories on fucking, let's say, uh, ABC News one night, there's 10 fucking stories, and 9 out of the 10 stories are black on black, and who's calling? Who's stereotyping who then? I'm not stereotyping you. The news is, the media. Stop coming at me thinking the white, oh, the white man's a racist man. How about the media is doing this on purpose? How about, maybe it's your government doing it on purpose. Maybe these kind of things, not saying this was fake. Like I said earlier, I wasn't going to go around saying that this, what happened here was fake. But there's a narrative here to this. This is a perfect opportunity for gun control. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get you any way they possibly fucking can. And this is an easy fucking way to do it. Look it, we need to come up with a fucking solution. Let's stop fucking sitting here and we're focusing on the weapon the gun focus and focus and focus and how about we focus on the victims the fucking poor kids oh my god how can we save them kids well we gotta get rid of the guns we gotta get, uh, is that gonna help yeah that'll help really so when this happens next month and you you have gun control what are you gonna say then well we're trying no how about you do something that actually is gonna fucking work like I said, hire some of these fucking ex-cops, ex-military people, and give them jobs. Let them fucking protect my kids. I would rather have armed guards in my fucking kid's school than to sit there and worry about my kid kissing my kid goodbye, maybe for the last time every morning. I don't want that. I want fucking actual action to happen. Action. Not gun control, because that's not Action. That's, that's, that's their narrative. They just want to fucking do what they need to do to get gun control in order to take away your fucking rights, your freedoms, in order for you not to be able to protect yourself. A tyrant government is what we're fucking dealing with is a tyrant government in these situations. Let's get a government that actually wants to do something right and make the right choice. You're quick to send $30 billion to Ukraine. How about you take $30 billion and you put it into the fucking school system and you start hiring some fucking armed guards around. That way these people feel safe when they drop their fucking kids off to school. Ugh. That's, that's, you know what, and I'm all about, this is, this is what, you know what, pro-gun? Yes, I'm pro-gun. Yes, I'm Second Amendment, pro-Second Amendment. I think, constitutionally, that the whole United States, it shouldn't be a constitutional carry. It should be a permit to carry all the way across the goddamn United States. No, oh, these rules over in Jersey are different than the rules in PA and different from the rules in Maryland. Oh, you can use the PA license to carry, but it, it only works for states that... You can't carry across to get to them. It don't make sense. Allow people to carry guns. I'll feel safer knowing that there's law-abiding citizens out there protecting me. There was just a fucking carjacking today down the road from my fucking house not far from me. Again, and a high-speed chase that ended up going down I-95 south during rush hour. The motherfucker was still able to get down so far. I don't get it. In the, bright, in the middle of the fucking day when kids are actually being let out of school, high school, high school kids driving cars. It could have been a high school kid that was carjacked at gunpoint. Oh, yeah, well, there it is. It's the guns. See, you said it yourself. It's guns. Okay, but that's a criminal. You caught him. Now you got the gun. Destroy that gun. That's a step. It's not going to solve anything when you have, like I said, using the F-150 fucking thing. Three fucking legal guns, double it, six fucking illegal guns for every F-150 you see. So, you took one. you got to get them all. There's only one way of getting them. you got to catch the criminal in the act. That's how you get the guns, and then the guns can't end up back on the streets, which I know a lot of them do. Because I knew somebody personally in a fucking police department that actually worked in the evidence locker and said that when it was a cool weapon, something a, a, a little bit you know rare or whatever, that a lot of times they, the gun would end up in one of the cops' fucking own collections, or sometimes even back out on the streets somehow, some way. They always do. Because, you know, let's face it, even like with me and my guns, yeah, they're in a locked fucking safe, but if somebody was able to break in and takes their time to get into that kind of safe and they get into it, now, now I just, I got to call up, I got to be like, yeah, I had this, 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 and this. They were stolen. They could be used in a fucking robbery and anything, in a murder. Like I, That's what I worry about. One of the things I worry about the most is them being stolen, but... I also don't sweat anybody coming into my house while I'm home, because I have them. I also don't sweat anybody when I'm fucking driving down the street, because I have one. Like I said, I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by 6. Oh, fucking crap. But you have this other shooting, like I said, you know, in, uh... Uh that one actually happened. I'm going to say where did this one happen? Tosa, Oklahoma. Three hours before hospital massacre. Uh the guy obviously he's a lunatic looking psycho guy in his picture. Uh his mugshot, eyes wide fucking open, scary as shit. Um I think that what happened is he had a back surgery or something and maybe I don't know maybe they won't give him meds or something. I really haven't read this story and I can read this story. I mean, this might be a long podcast. I might have to do a two-parter on this. Let's see. Yeah, fuck it. We're gonna go with it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the Tulsa Oklahoma gunman. Tulsa gunman ranted to his surgeon. Then bought a rifle three hours before hospital massacre. Wow. Michael Lewis, 45, killed four people and himself after complaining repeatedly about back pain following surgery. Tulsa police said, Of course you're going to have back pain, dude, after surgery. I just had fucking shoulder surgery. It was a year ago and my fucking arm still hurts. I think it might have been botched, but whatever. Um, last month, Michael Lewis had an op uh, operation on his back, but the pain had become too much to bear, he claimed. And when an en- enraged Lewis couldn't find relief, he blamed the man trying to help his doctor. Police said Lewis fatally shot two orthopedics Uh, A medical receptionist and a bystander and then himself at a medical office in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So wait a minute. So he shot two orthopedists. I wonder if he did he get his doctor? Did he actually shoot his doctor? Am am I missing something here? Uh, I don't think he got the doctor. Wow, that was a waste, dude. Um. Anyway, so police said Lewis fatally shot two other pieces blah, 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 Wednesday afternoon using a semi-automatic rifle he bought just three hours earlier from a local gun store. Semi-automatic, people. Semi. Do we know what that means? It only shoots as fast as you pull the trigger. I hate when people come and go, A fully automatic weapon. No, it ain't fully automatic, man. Anyway, Lewis, a 45-year-old resident of Muscogee, uh, Muskogee, uh had roots in New Jersey and also went by Michael Lewis his family told the Daily Beast this is oh I'm sorry let me let me make that clear this is from the Daily Beast um we are so distraught Lewis's niece texted earlier texted huh? now we actually can 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 talk to the media through text uh earlier Thursday morning, she uh, asked not to be named in the story citing the uh, heinous uh, nature of the crime. I don't uh, even want to be associated, she told the Daily Beast, emphasizing that the family does not condone violence of any kind. Good for you, girl. I I, I agree with you on that. You, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't condone any kind of violence. Oh, my God. Excuse me. Uh, we are aware that he has been experiencing back pain for a long time, but there is no reason for this senseless act, she said. We are a Christian-based family. We have never experienced this before. Dr. Preston Phillips, an orthopedic surgeon who performed Lewis's back surgery, was killed. Okay, he was killed. Tulsa Police Chief uh, Wendell Franklin said at a press conference Thursday, Lewis had been released from the hospital on May 24th, but continued to complain that he was in pain, according to Franklin. Yeah, dude, it it just doesn't go away. Uh... The pain's gone now. The guy's dead. Anyway, he called to complain several times over several days, Franklin said, including on Wednesday, the day of the shooting, when he called Dr. Phillips' uh, office again, complaining of back pain and wanting additional assistance. At 2 p.m., the same day, Lewis purchased an AR-15-style rifle from a local gun store. He took it to the hospital along with a 40 caliber Smith & Wesson. Um... Wow, uh, he was able to buy both guns, or just the AR-15 right away, uh, because the 40 caliber, I don't know, I guess he passed the background check, um, Wesson Smith, what's the handgun he bought on May 29th from an area pawn shop, ah, wow, okay, yeah, now I know in certain states you can buy guns from pawn shops, I don't believe you can here, unless I think it's an FFL built, uh, store, which then you probably could buy, it. um, still have to have background checks on this so the guy did have a background check um wow um the more i read about this yeah i think some somewhere along the line something has to be done in the store um on a, being able to purchase this maybe um maybe a waiting uh, maybe a waiting list you have to put on a waiting list you can't just get it that same day um like you said he purchased the thing 29th area for uh, the, 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 May twenty ninth from an area pawn shop. Wait a minute. Today's what the f- second, right? So and this was only a couple days ago. So he bought the automatic handgun he bought on May twenty-ninth. So I guess he bought them all on the same day. The AR and the fucking thing. Wow. That doesn't throw up a red flag when you get oh, come on. This is where your government needs to step the fuck in. No offense. I'm a gun guy. But what the guy went and bought an AR at a gun store and then bought a, a 40 caliber, I guess the same day, the twenty nine, at a pawn shop. So a background check has been has been issued twice in the same day at two different fucking stores. That that should throw a red flag up right away, right off the bat, on this person and uh, yeah, that, that that's a red flag. And somewhere along the line, this story's a little fucked up myself, too. I'm starting to see. Okay, so Franklin said officers got the 911 call at 424. 424- 4.52, I'm sorry, from a patient who was having a video visit with their doctor who told them to contact police about a shooting in the, uh, the Natalie uh, Medical Building near uh, St. Francis Hospital. Police arrived on the scene four minutes later at 4.58. Just 39 seconds after uh, they entered the Natalie Building, they heard one last gunshot, which they believe was Lewis killing himself. Uh, Let's see. Phillips... Was found dead in the exam room in the Warren Clinic Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine on the second floor, according to Franklin. He said cops uh, rescued an elderly woman hiding under a desk uh, at the feet of Lewis Lewis's body. Wow, a second orthopedic. Uh orthopedist doctor Stephanie Husin was uh Husin Husin, H U S -S E N Hussen maybe uh was killed. I'm sorry if I'm saying your names wrong, it's a tragedy. Um was killed in the shooting. The other Two victims were identified by authorities as Amanda Glenn, receptionist, and William Love, who had accompanied a patient to an uh, appointment there. Love and Glenn stood in the way, and Lewis gunned them down, Franklin said. Nothing that Love was shot while holding a door closed to uh, closed, so someone else could escape through another exit. Um, alright. I don't want to be this guy. I really don't. Mm-hmm now. All right. I don't have to be that guy. Anyway, forget that. Just forget I said that. There's no being that guy. I'm running out of time. That's the thing. I was, was going to say, I don't want to be this guy and end my podcast on that note and do another one. I want to talk about all this stuff with you. So I'm going to have to actually keep my eye on this time here so that way i can stop and start a new one uh right away franklin said a note was found uh on lewis that made it clear that he came in with the intent to kill dr phillips and anyone who got in his way he blamed dr phillips for the ongoing pain following the surgery shortly after the shooting tulsa police asked um musko muskogee I guess that's how you say, yeah, Muskogee, Muskogee. Uh police to search a home owned by Lewis and his wife, uh Edith Lubin. After being told there were there may be a bomb inside. The home was evacuated Wednesday night according to authorities. While police don't believe Lubin had any advanced warning from Lewis about his plan, Franklin said Lewis contacted her either before the shooting took place or during the shooting and let her know what he had done. She later called police to relay the information. Smart one, because you don't want to be part of that. Phillips was the... Uh, the section chief of the Warren Clinic and specialized in spine disorders, joint reconstruction, and surgical procedures. He uh, graduated from Harvard Medical School in 1990. Damn, my boy was fucking smart. Uh, Completed his residency at Yale New Haven Hospital and was a jazz aficionado. Uh, The Oklahoman, Oklahoman, the Oklahoman reported. I guess that's a um, local newspaper there. He also sat on the board of directors of the John Hope uh, Franklin Center uh, for uh, Reconciliation, which seeks to transform society's divisions into social harmony in memory of 1921's brutal uh, Tulsa race massacre. Hey, okay, <clears throat> listen, it's it. This this race shit has got to stop. We we. It's got to stop. It, it really does. Um, Like I said, the Buffalo shooting was a white guy went in there and massacred black people. We don't need to call it white extremist, even though he's an extremist. Let's just call him a racial extremist. I said this in my last podcast. I think it's absolutely horrible that you got to actually use race still to put a point across, especially you media. You should be trying to uh, actually help this world and not hurt it. Uh, Patience praised Phillips online as though gracious and kind. And St. Francis CEO uh, Cliff Robertson called him uh, Consummate Gentleman. All right. You know what? On this note, let me just uh, quickly stop here. And I will start back up in, uh, in part two of this. So just check it out, part two. Okay? See you in a minute.